Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I got the time. I got the time. Uh, time is of the essence. I'm a blessing in Balenciaga. Diamonds are impressive, but their best friends are expensive. Drama hours of affection. No protection. I'm within without it. <laughs> Good old Rocky Top. Great to be here in Knoxville, Tennessee for College Football Live. There's Neyland Stadium, the site of tomorrow's big game between Florida and Tennessee. Who's going to win that one? Who's going to win tomorrow's big game? Oh, a bit of a mixed crowd out there. Alongside Desmond Howard, David Pollock, I'm Jen Latta. We got a good show for you today here. We will obviously start with the big game coming to you from Ayers Hall Long. They call this the hill. You want to talk about a tough hill to climb. It's that Tennessee has not beaten Florida in quite a while, guys. What are like 16 of the last 17? And yet favored in the game tomorrow. Which quarterback of the two that are going to be facing off tomorrow do you trust more, Des? I'll start with you. Well, oh, who? who? go with Hooker. I mean, based on what we've seen thus far this season, I mean, he's been on fire. Obviously, they're number one in the, in the conference in yards per game. They're scoring a bunches of points, and uh, he's playing very composed, well under pressure. Um, he doesn't crack. Spoke to his OC this weekend. He said, I mean, this week he said, this kid is just really calm, you know, and he works hard. So I think at this point, then we saw with Anthony Richardson for Florida, the quarterback there, how he's looked the last two weeks. And so I think that I have more confidence right now in um, Hendon Hooker. But, but you went to Georgia, I went to Michigan. We played in big rivalry games. This is why you play these games. Yep. Someone's going to be a hero tomorrow. Legends are made and classics are born. And, and Anthony Richardson's now been dogged. Like now he's hearing all yeah. the negativity after Absolutely. week one. It was everything positive. Oh, man. He's, he's going change, change to trip to New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody was talking about how great he was. And listen, he's a phenomenal athlete. And look, this is what you saw in week one against Utah. I mean, watch this. I like this move at the end. This is a 235, 40-pound quarterback that can do something like that. The two-point conversion was – now, that wasn't it. Look at that. Just slinging the ball. And then, whoops, like a lot of stuff happened. And he's just been off a little bit since that point. And this offense for Florida has not found it its way yeah. and now you come into this environment yep this environment will be nuts it'll yeah. be a tall task for Florida Florida's first road game of the season they love hearing that Anthony Richardson if you can believe it guys has not had a touchdown pass yet this season you yep. saw what he can do with his legs obviously let's yeah. see what he can do with his arms on the other hand hooker guys he protects the football what, in, 42 in, touchdowns in his starting career and he has turned the ball over interception what three times three yeah I mean yeah. that's really incredible and obviously yeah. he hopes to continue that streak when Absolutely. they get uh, 
in action tomorrow. All right, let's take a look at today's road test presented by Goodyear. Arkansas and Texas A&M will face off at AT&T Stadium. The Razorbacks won this old Southwest Conference matchup. Wow, that's a throwback, isn't it? Snapping a nine-game losing streak last year, but this one has been pretty close in recent years. Six of the last eight meetings decided by 10 points or fewer. It's a virtual pick'em, guys. The Aggies are a slight favorite at AT&T Stadium. Has Max Johnson, who was given the starting gig stabilize that quarterback position enough to give AM the edge in this one David I mean you said it's a pick em. it's a pick em for a reason um, I, I think he has made AM a lot more efficient and I think he's going to continue to make him more efficient I don't think this is going to be an offense that's going to lead the SEC or be in the top tier but I think they need to trust him more if they want to get to where they want to get. If they want to beat Alabama, if they want to be in the in the uh, discussion for being in the SEC championship game, they have to open this offense up and they're going to have to trust him more. I tell you what, now they're going to enter conference play with Max Johnson. You know, the, 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 the downside to that for me, David, is that a lot of conference, uh, a lot of teams in your conference, they know your style. Like, they know how to prep for you. And so I think it's going to be more challenging, but I do think that he offers them a better um, option at the quarterback position because he's played in a lot of games. He's, he, he's from LSU, so he's used to the conference. He's used to, you know, LSU competition. And I think that he's a guy who can make the throws down the field. They just got to get open because, I mean, it's just that, that offense, when you watch them, they're average in everything. And they got much, you know, they got, to me, better talent than what shows up on the film on, on, on game day. Oh, man, A-Chain, number man. six, is one of the best, like, weapons. Not just a running back, but best weapons. But they got to figure out a way to get the ball in his hands more. Anaya Smith, Stewart, the freshman kid, looks good. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of talent. So it's like, no excuse. All this yeah. talent, but it doesn't come through game day. And it's Jimbo Fisher's job. Hello. Place. Hello. Arkansas has been able to get pressure up front, guys, but if you can get around that pressure. They ain't been good in the back. Yeah. In the back, they have struggled. Absolutely right, worse right, exactly. in FBS, allowing 353 yards per game. Let's get to the ACC, yeah. where Clemson and Wake Forest will face off this weekend as well. That game is on ABC at noon. The series to this point has been very lopsided. The Tigers having won the last eight by an average of 28. Will there be any trouble for Clemson in this one, Des? So, Wake oh, Forest so. <laughs> has heard people like Jen and everybody yeah. else. Jay, you know, Jen David, everyone's doing TV. Game. Talk about how, you know, Clemson's just been destroying Killing Wake Forest them. in all these games. And Don't that's even show all they heard. So, you know, that's on the loop. I think it's going to be a very, very competitive game. I think that Sam Hartman is going to play, play out of his mind. I think this game is going to be closer than most people think. I wouldn't be surprised if Wake Forest walks away with a victory because DJ Uangalele has not been playing up to par lately. I mean, he's just been okay. And from a guy who started a year ago, this is second year starting, you would think he's going to take like that leap where, okay, now he has control of the offense. You know, everything is running smoothly. Watching him play, he makes simple things seem really hard. You know, you think that they would be just really natural and easy to him by this uh, point in his career. So, I think they're going to come after DJ, and uh, it can be a little closer than the experts think. Yeah, the offense is going to have to pull their weight for Clemson at some point, but I'm very confident this is going to be close because me and Reese Davis have a nice bet on this. So, <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, he's got a body Full disclosure. He's I'm got, about to say. Yeah, yeah. we'll put it on front street. I don't care. He's, he's got this nice sweatshirt I had on today, and I was like, that's a nice sweatshirt. I was like, where'd you get that? And then yeah, he yeah. told me in some fancy store in New York, so you know I ain't going to buy this. <laughs> ain't no way. Heck, so I was like, hey, let's make that bet because right. think, he, he thinks Wake Forest is going to get curb stomped. Like, 
just really? tapped out. So I just want y'all okay. to know that, Deacon Deacons. That's what Reese Davis thinks. <laughs> there you, know, you go, Charlotte see? What do you think? That's all been hearing all you week. You think you keep it close? I do think they keep it close. Sam Hartman, listen, he's played Clemson 26 times Tough in kid. his career. I mean, he is super tough. Um, I don't think uh, that the back end of Clemson will be tested a little bit. I think there's good. I think there's good weapons. But I do know one thing from watching this tape last year again, and his kid's tough, man. He'll, he'll get hit, but he's a gamer. He'll keep slinging it. True. Um, so I think he'll keep coming, and I think it'll be closer than what people think. Clemson defensive line getting Brian Brzee back. He obviously missed last That D-line is so when sick. When his sister it's passed so away. Getting started here on College Football Live and so much more to come. Coming up, you can't really stop him, but you can try to contain him. How do the Badgers slow down C.J. Stroud and the mighty Buckeyes offense? Plus, is USC on upset alert in Corvallis? How Caleb Williams keeps the train from going off the tracks this week. That is next on College Football Live. What's up, guys? How's it going, Knoxville? Partner of the Heisman Trophy. Our Saturday night football game presented by Capital One is a Big Ten battle at the shoe. CJ Stroud and the third ranked Buckeyes hosting Wisconsin. Both teams starting conference play in that one. Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet have the call. That's at 7.30 Eastern on ABC and the ESPN app. All right. Uh -oh. Speaking of Heisman's. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by Nissan. Break it down, Dez. He's got to go up against that Wisconsin defense that we talked yeah, about a lot. And we yeah. love what Jimmy Lewis does. <laughs> oh, man. It has actually been 17 years, guys, since Wisconsin beat Ohio State at Ohio State. How can Wisconsin's defense possibly slow down Stroud and company, David? Well, I'm interested to watch this because, you know, week one we saw them against Notre Dame. Yeah. And they looked human. And then they played. You know, yeah. Weaker competition. Some bad comp the yeah, last couple yeah. weeks and scored a bunch of points. So I'm interested yeah. to see the de them, them versus the defense and them change. You know, and I say them, Wisconsin defense, Jim Leonard changing the look, cha running multiple coverages, bringing different blitzes, keeping C.J. Stroud off balance. I wonder if that happens and if, you know, Notre Dame held him to 21. I want to see if this offense looks a little bit more human now going against a little better defense. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, this is going to be a really, it should be a good challenge because Jim Leonard is highly respected in college football has a really um, great defensive mind. I'm not sure if he has the horses to run with Ohio State's horses. I think Ohio State has better personnel, so he's going to have to try to out-scheme Ryan Day in that offense. And when you look at Ohio State, people talked about the passing attack, C.J. Stroud and all these receivers coming to the season. But before the Notre Dame game, I consistently talked about Trevion Henderson, those the running backs. And I think now... People are starting to respect the running game because they have two horses back there that can get the job done. And that just, that to me, that just takes a lot of pressure off of C.J. Stroud. I know you may want to feature him because he's a Heisman guy. People are talking about him in the Heisman conversation. Yeah. But yet, that's not really your job. Your job is to go out there and win games and do it, you know, in an impressive fashion. 
with uh, with all, all the talent that you have around there. I think they need to run the ball, and the more, guy especially against Wisconsin. And the guy that's not talked about is Mayan Williams and what he brings to the table. He, he is the he saved them in the damn game. One hundred percent. Everybody saved talks them. about Travion. Like yeah. obviously he hits the home runs. Mayan hits you in the face. Yeah. Like he just he runs oh, through you. Physical. He I mean, he's like you. five five two thirty. I like the running back option. like that. He seeks. Contact. It's a business decision when you want to Absolutely, tackle him. That's not yeah. fun. And it's nice to have that duality at the position as well. Duality. Right? 100%, yeah. Nice to have that duality. And then, and then Graham Merson, they're going to have to, you know, get There's that no, offense going. because they no duality in that one. Just run. You want to keep C.J. Stroud and those guys on the sidelines. They're going to have to sustain drives too offensively. This will be what C.J. Stroud and company are wearing this weekend. Take a look. We've got the blackout unis. Oh. They haven't broken these out since 2019, guys, but they are 3-0 in them. It's almost like you wear the black, you know. Kirk yeah. 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 hates this. I can tell you right now, Kirk Herbstreit absolutely hates that. This is not the Buckeyes tradition. This is not how he dresses. It looks gray. But, you know, this is going to probably look pretty sweet at night. Let's get to the Pac-12, where USC faces a big road test going into Corvallis. They're favored by about a touchdown. Caleb Williams gets a lot of the headlines. He's gotten off to a hot start, completing more than 70% of his passes. But the defense has looked vulnerable. They are ranked 119th in the country against the run. Is USC on upset alert this weekend in Corvallis, Des? I tell you what, this is a very interesting game because I do like Oregon State. I just like their mentality. I like the offense. I think defensively, they're going to come to play. It's a home game for them, too. So I think that the points, though, I, I don't know if, Ohio, if, if Oregon State can beat USC, but I do think they can keep it close. So I think it's, the point spread is too wide for me. I think I would take the points if I had to. But I do, I do think the Trojans' offense will eventually, like, it'll be one of those games. They may struggle early, but in the fourth quarter, they'll take over, maybe wear out the defense and win the game. We need to give Dez a round of applause because he knows what the points for it actually means now. That's, that's how much this show has evolved start. and we've evolved as a, as a show. But um, Oregon State's just totally different. They're, they're built more physical, more run game, more play action. They got a really good secondary, which will be interesting to see how they match up with Jordan Addison in the group exactly. in the back end. But I just know one thing, when you come into a game against USC, you know every possession is really valuable. And yeah. you cannot turn the football over and give it back to that offense. And everybody that played them so far have done a good job of that. That's not Oregon State's MO. I'm curious to see how they can do on that. End. And that is the note I have here, courtesy of our statistician, Marissa. Caleb Williams, 10 touchdowns responsible for, are the most without a turnover in the Pac-12. Marissa, look at her Marissa, hiding. Get, she's hiding. She's looking at her purse. She's like this, like she's looking at her purse. We got Bear's camera over there. Attaboy, Greg. Get Marissa She wears the hat. Would a win this week validate Washington as Pac-12 contenders? Because we got that game going on this weekend as well, Stanford versus Washington, David. I think it would. I, I tell you what, Washington is, I'm listening, Stanford's not the measuring stick by any stretch of the imagination, but man, Michael Penix Jr. has been spinning it around. A lot of receivers, a lot of weapons, a new look. I, listen, I always trusted Washington to play defense, but man, the way he's throwing the football and the way that offense has looked with the balance, yeah, Washington's going to be a player in the Pac-12, I think. I tell you, if it's a close game, then you're going to say, okay, maybe Washington isn't the team we thought they were because, you know, like David said, Stanford isn't the team right now in the Pac-12 that you're going to measure yourself against. But if they go out there and they put out the same performance that they did against Michigan State a week ago, then people are going to be like, okay, yeah, the Huskies, they're for real. They may be the team to gun for in the Pac-12 because what they did a week ago 
he, defensively, I know we talked about, about Michael Penix Jr. He, he was outstanding. Like, I was like, this kid is on fire. But the defense, they, they played extremely well, too. If they go out there and dominate the opponent, Stanford, like they did a week ago, then I think people's eyes are going to be like, yeah, the Huskies are for real. Time to take a look at the All-State AFCA Good Works team, recognizing athletes for their charitable work off the gridiron. USC's Caleb Williams is off to a great start for the Trojans, ranking fourth in FBS and QBR. To see all of the players on the Good Works team, just go to ESPN.com forward slash Allstate. College Football Live rolling on from Knoxville, Tennessee. When we return, good crowd out here for a Friday, making some noise, supporting their squads. Gotta love it. going into enemy territory. As a competitor, these are the ones that you look forward to. Intense rivalry, historic games. This is why you come to Tennessee. You want to play in these games. You want to have these big moments. It's definitely going to be a crazy game. Their stadium, their fans, they're electric, they're wild. They're a great team. So we're just going to have to come out there and fight. This is why I play football. Rivalry goes way back, man. This is something about Tennessee and Florida. Expecting a good one here in Knoxville tomorrow as Florida comes to town. Tennessee hoping to end that stretch. 16 of the last 17 they have lost. I got a chance to catch up with the Vols quarterback this year, Hendon Hooker. Take a look. Let's get it going, baby. Not everybody get this opportunity. Our preparation takes us to kickoff. You gotta win the preparation battle every single day. Your coach used the words self-aware and confident when he was describing you. Philosophically, how do those play into being a successful leader? Mm -hmm. uh, confidence. Anytime that I'm on the field, I want to be a, a vocal leader as well as um, leading by example. Just persevering through tough times, knowing how to motivate my guys to uh, push through and um, just having knowledge of, of football in general um, comes into play a lot of times on the field. We'll have more of that conversation with Hooker. You guys like him, right? Big on Hendon Hooker. That's right. That's what I thought. On game day at 9 a.m. on ESPN, we'll also have Dabble Sweeney and Dave Clawson wired up and a one-on-one -on -one with Jimbo Fisher. All right, let's turn the page for a moment because you may have heard this report out of Texas that quarterback Quinn Ewers will dress versus Texas Tech this weekend. Now, the thought was, guys, he would not return to action for four to six weeks after the clavicle injury. According to our CFB insider Pete Thamel, there is no reason to believe the timetable for return has changed with regards to Quinn Ewer. Quarterback play, though, was not good last week. How confident are you in what Texas is going to trot out there and when, they, when they're in Lubbock this weekend? Well, i tell you what. Um, B. John Robinson, you know, not he only good. is he a fantastic quarterback, <laughs> but he's just a great football player. And uh, next to a left tackle, I think a quarterback's best friend is a great running back. So he's going to take a lot of pressure off of card in the passing game because he's just so explosive, so dynamic. But if a defense finds, finds a way to stop B. John Robinson and suffocate that running attack, then that's when you're going to see issues with Texas's offense. So at the present time, they went up against UTSA, and he shredded that, all, that defense, did his thing, and uh, had three touchdowns. 
So as long as they can get Bijan going, I think they'll be okay. But if that, you know, if that gets stopped, then they're going to have some issues. Well, yeah, their defense is playing pretty well this year too. I yeah. mean, you look, Gary Patterson comes over. I know is a, I don't know, he's an analyst role or whatever he is. But yeah, yeah. this defense is way improved. It's 100%. way better, way more 100%. disciplined, way tougher physically on the inside. They can really hold up and stop the run. So I think they'll get tested with Tech in Texas Tech. Lubbock's a crazy place. You can, it is. It's nuts. Yeah. It's a wild place. They've obviously been scoring the football no matter who's been at quarterback with Texas Tech. And they've played close games. They just they haven't been able to close. So I look for this week to be another close one for Texas. One of the other games we're keeping our eye on this week is Duke versus Kansas. Both teams undefeated three weeks into the season. This is two basketball powerhouses, as we know, but the showdown will take place in Lawrence. Who better to break down a matchup like this between Duke and Kansas than Dickie V? Wow, Duke and Kansas, are you kidding me? Wait, that's supposed to be November 15th. The basketball in Indianapolis, hold it. This is football. Duke and Kansas, both free and zip. Ready for this? Duke has outscored his opponent 45 zip in the first quarter in the first three games. You talk about Kansas, they have scored 48 points or more. They put 48 on the board against Houston on the road in the W, and they put 55 on the board against West Virginia. Whoever plays defense is going to win. And you know what? Mike Elko, defensive coordinator, Notre Dame, defensive coordinator, Texas A&M. I believe defense prevails and the edge goes to Mr. Elko. And when you have a chance to get Dickie V in the show, you bring him into the show. That's 100%. what he thinks. What do you think, exactly. Pollock? Couldn't disagree more. No. Absolutely not. 100%. Knows so. nothing about football, we're, we're, that guy there. <laughs> that guy is really smart, and that guy can tell me anything he wants about basketball. Yeah. I'm not, give me Bill Self, because he'll tell me something about Kansas. Kansas is one of the best surprise teams in story. They're already over their season over-under title. Or, uh, they've already hit their over right. for season. Exactly. I mean, that, yeah. for wins. Lance Leipold is unbelievable. Jalen Daniels is, is a really good quarterback in a unique, one of the most unique systems in college football. Yeah. Kansas will take care of Duke B. I know we're up against it, so I'm going to be quick. Okay. I think that this is going to be a defensive struggle. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to come down to the turnover margin. Whoever wins that battle is going to win this game. Thank you, Dick. saw Leipold's name being mentioned <laughs> for that Nebraska opening. Dang right. Hopefully that doesn't yeah. affect the team as they go forward. Have you yeah, guys seen point. this video from last night's NFL game? Take a look. Shouldn't really shock anybody. We saw this guy doing this at the college level as well. But how about George Pickens? With the one-handed leaning back limbo, how low can you go catch there, Des? That's a heck of a catch. It's just ridiculous. Like, you know, that's, I was like, are you kidding me? Do these guys have stick them on these gloves now? They're like, like, they're catching the point of the ball. The, them gloves are sticky now, yeah, though. Yeah, like, super much heavy, more bro. than when y'all played. But then, but then his, his body Bulldog position. Right that's just a, yeah. a dog making a play right there. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out.